Hello and welcome to episode 31 of the Community Trail Running Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Lee. Thank you for joining me once again. So many podcasts out there and I so appreciate you spending a little bit of your time with me. Today we have Deanne Cote of the North Shore Mountain Bike Association on the podcast. She talks to us about her role with the NSMBA and what they do for us as trail users uh, in North Vancouver. It's incredible. Can't wait to share that with you. First, we do a little bit of housekeeping. The Galliano Trail Society is hiring. And I'm mentioning this because I'm now a board member. I'll get into this a little bit more in the future, but I'm extremely honored and I hope you will check out the job posting. And again, I'll be talking a bit more about this uh, soon enough. The other housekeeping, Francisco, thank you so much. You are Community Trail Running's first paying subscriber. I can't believe it. I'm so excited. Thank you. I'm going to keep working as hard as I can around here to add value to the community for everyone. Just really wanted to shout it out and say thank you so much. Lastly, next week, I'll be back. Friend of the podcast, Mike LaBelle, will be back. And we're going to chat about the recently sold out 2023 Kusum Climb. I had not heard of the race before, but it sounds like so much fun. And as always, Mike was a great guest. That's next Monday. But today is about Deanne Cote and the NSMBA. Today's guest is the executive director of the North Shore Mountain Bike Association, Deanne Cote. As Vancouver trail runners, and specifically North Vancouver on the North Shore, we owe a great deal of gratitude towards the NSMBA as they maintain a whole whack of trails in the area. Deanne has been kind enough to join us today and tell us a bit more about the organization. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you for having me. I'm quite excited. We'll start with an easy one, a green one. Uh, Lots of us sign up for trail races and we have part of our entry fees going to the local organization that maintains the trails, but we might not really think about them too much after that. The NSMBA is one of those organizations. So can you tell us what the NSMBA does and what you do as the executive director? Absolutely. So the North Shore Mountain Bike Association is the trail association uh, responsible for maintaining a lot of the trails, not all of them, but most of the mountain bike uh, multi-purpose trails here in North Vancouver. We also advocate and liaise with all of the land managers. Um, so if something comes up, um, we do work plans, that kind of thing. Every single year, we have the permits to do the maintenance on the trails all year round. Um, so that's kind of our our main purpose is to advocate for the trails, uh, hopefully get more new trails, as well as maintain the existing trails. Yeah, and I guess kind of what I do as the executive director of the organization is uh, I liaise, I represent, obviously, we have a board of directors. Um, They kind of come up with this is the game plan. And then I'm the one who gets our staff to execute. So I oversee our staff, our trail crew, our trail director, our marketing team and everybody, and uh, and also help to ensure that our organization is moving forward, um, that we're not staying stagnant, that we're reviewing our programs and all of this, and I'm kind of the main main point of contact for the organization. So that's what I do. That's a pretty uh, important role, obviously, and you kind of segued into the next question. So thank you. Uh, you've done a great deal of, of, of evolving as the NSMBA. Uh, there must be a little bit of pressure to continue to grow and take more on, but it sounds like it's also uh, making sure that you're staying up to date with everything. 
Absolutely. Um, of course, we would. Um, we always want to grow our network of trails. I mean, living in Metro Vancouver, we have millions of people coming out and using the trails. So, you know, we're we're constantly advocating for a new trail. Um, unfortunately, just with where we're at with our land managers um, and where they're at with their trail management plans and stuff, we haven't been able to expand as much as we had hoped. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, the organization itself, that doesn't mean that we're not continuing to grow. Um, you know, we're hiring, we tend to hire more trail crew every year because we do require lots of maintenance out on those trails. Um, we're always recruiting uh, new builders and volunteers. Um, you know, this past year, we put in over 15,000 hours of trail wow. work on our network, which is huge. Um, so, yeah, there's there's always stuff that's coming up. It's... it's uh, quite mind-boggling actually what goes on behind the scenes and that people don't see so yeah organizing 15,000 hours of people doing anything uh, would take quite a bit of work <laughs> so that's that's awesome that we have that just for the trails uh, and that you continue to do that um, I'm wondering too how do you stay uh, inclusive and ensure that that's a priority because I know the vision for NSMBA is trails for all and trails forever and you take that very seriously We absolutely do. I mean, the trails are here and they're available for anybody to use. You don't need special equipment. I'm sure as trail runners, you know, you just need to, you know, throw your shoes on and you're out on the trails. And whether you're hiking or mountain biking or walking your dogs or, you know, just out with a friend and a coffee, um, you know, trails are one of those beautiful resources out there that anybody can use. Um, There's, there's no, no, doesn't matter what color your skin is or your sexuality, you can go up and use the trails. Um, Mm -hmm. So, but I feel like the mountain bike community itself is where we have a lot of those barriers. People don't see themselves as uh, mountain bikers. They don't see themselves reflected in the mountain bike community. And that's a big shift to try to change at this point, that culture, that shift in culture, um, is is going to be really challenging to change but i think we're kind of at the cusp we're at the really you know people are starting to take those first steps to understand what um you know people of color or our indigenous friends are facing um when they look at mountain biking like they just don't understand it and we're trying to break those barriers down so that it's you know and and be you know inviting people in um within within mountain biking so we're at that cusp uh we're not quite there yet but there's a lot of work left to do there's always work to be done for sure um we can can go a little bit uh from the macro to the micro if you will i want to hear about a trail story from you uh as the nsmba executive director i know you're a huge mountain biker as well you have plenty of experience out on the trails Tell us a favorite trail story, just one that comes to mind. I realized this year, um, this is kind of interesting. So back in 2010 and 2011, um, I was part of the Imba Canada Trail Care Crew, which is a two-person crew that went across Canada teaching people how to build trails, um, whether it was a local bike club or with Parks Canada, Trans Canada Trail Groups. And one of our stops was here in North Vancouver. And my partner and I, at the time, we did a trail day um, just at the bottom of Dreamweaver. And I remember, you know, my time, you know, we went to the Queen's Cross and, you know, we were around in the community in Lynn Valley Center, you know, just hanging around. And I said, you know, this is a really 
cool area. And, you know, I could see myself living here. Fast forward to 2016, um, new partner, total different life circumstances. We landed here, I landed here in North Vancouver and in, you know, the area where I live. And when I moved in, I was like, this seems really familiar to me. And I, I couldn't, I was kind of scratching my head. So I went out for a walk one day with my young daughter and uh, lo and behold, I walked up to the trailhead and I'm like, I know exactly where I am. And literally 600 meters from my house to where we did the trail building school <laughs> at the bottom of Dreamweaver was where I was living. So I'm like, how, how is that even possible? It was just totally bizarre. So the fact that I landed here and am now part of the NSMBA, which, you know, is, is held in such high regard across the country um, and across the world, actually. We get people from all over the world contacting us saying, we love what you guys are doing. Tell us more. Um, yeah, it just, it seems, it's so cool how life just kind of works out sometimes. So anyway, that's my trail story. <laughs> I love it. That's uh, like kismet, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. I think, um, you know, whether it be Dreamweaver or any other trail we're lucky enough to get out on, we all want to leave them in better shape than we showed up. But maybe we're just not aware of some simple etiquette or or trail rules that we should know. Can you make us aware of some simple trail etiquette that could help us all do our part? Absolutely. Um, and I have was kind of reviewing it, going to tweak a little bit for our trail runners. Um, so obviously with uh, trail etiquette, um, mountain bikers have to yield to like hikers and trail runners um, or equestrians. If you know, every once in a while, there's a horse up there in the North Shore. Um, so just be courteous when you come across other people. I'm sure you guys, you know, preach that as well. So always be kind. There are a lot of brand new trail users out there. So just be patient if people just don't know about trail etiquette. And if you can just, you know, share the knowledge with them, just be like, Hey, you know, this is how, this is how we share the trails out here. Um, so don't be upset if somebody doesn't know, uh, because we have seen such a huge increase in people using the trails. Um, the other big thing is don't braid the trails. Um, you know, Hikers and trail runners and dog walkers are a lot more mobile. Um, mountain bikers tend to stay right on the single track, but for every trail braid that is out there and we have to close it down, that's, you know, time that's not spent doing actual maintenance on the trails. So whenever you can stay on the trail tread, don't try to do shortcuts um, as much as possible. And it's not good for the, like the surrounding forest. If the you know, the ferns and the, the other native vegetation is getting trampled. Um, so stay on the trail tread as much as possible. Um, pack out what you pack in. That's always a good one. And, uh, you know, drain the rain. So if you see a puddle, um, you know, don't try to, don't go around it. Uh, try to go right through it. I know your feet will get wet, but the trails will love you a lot more. And if there is a, you know, bit of an accumulation, if you see that there is a drain that may have just gotten blocked because of, you know, debris that comes off of the trees every year, just take your heel, takes literally 10 seconds, kick out that drain so that the water can get off the trail. Um, if everybody did that, then, you know, our trail crew doesn't have to go out and drain the rain and we can get on to more exciting projects. So um, those are just some good little trail etiquettes while you're while you're out there. We might as well use those 15,000 hours for more positive things. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. 
Uh, speaking of all those hours, I know you're always organizing trail maintenance days. You have a wide member base uh, and you have a bunch of great events that you host. Tell us a bit more about how people can get involved with the NSMBA and what you have planned for the coming year. So you can always check out our events calendar through our website and sign up for a trail day. It doesn't cost you anything to come out. You don't have to be a member of the NSMBA. Um, and every, you know, if you can come out even once or twice a year to help for a few hours, that is tremendous. Um, you know, our a lot of our trail builders are volunteers and sometimes they just need a bunch of extra hands to help them move some dirt. Um, so it, it really does help us out in, in a huge way um, if you come out and help at trail days. Their trail days are great because they last between like three to four hours tops and you typically get a free lunch or something afterwards or swag sometimes depending on the trail day. So check out our public trail days through our website. Um, if you can't, if you don't have a lot of time, we know people are busy, especially if you have kids and they have activities and stuff too, then you can always purchase an NSMBA membership or do a trail boost. And that money goes back to our trails. So we always say, if you can't give us your time, give us your money either, or, um, you know, it just, every little bit helps to, uh, to help support the trails. Um, as far as what's coming up for 2023, we're going to have our Fiverr events, which are, they're not really races. They're just, they're timed events, but they're really casual it's more of just about community building, hanging out with the people, you know, who like mountain biking. There's usually a really fun APRE. And um, yeah, so we have our fivers. We're going to have way more trail days coming up this year. And it's our also our 25th anniversary for the NSMBA. So we oh, are yeah. going to be doing something. We haven't gotten all of the details yet. We're starting to, you know, brainstorm ideas of what we can do to celebrate uh, 25 years of being on the shore. Well, that's incredible. Happy anniversary. Yeah, I know. It's an exciting time. It's hard to believe it's all, it's been 25 years. I mean, obviously, the trails have been around a lot longer, mm-hmm. not have been around a lot longer, but our incorporation date was uh, in 1998. So 25 years of being official. That's amazing. Huge thank you to Deanne Cote of the NSMBA. Huge thank you to all of you listening. Shout out to race volunteers everywhere and trail volunteers everywhere. Until next time, I'm Adam Lee, and this is Community Trail Running. Hey!